0: Ladies and gentlemen, now It's
1: Too Late with Alan Mosley. Wow. That's nice, isn't it? it it's is. nice that we get the recognition that we deserve, isn't it, Dave?
0: I feel appreciated.
1: Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley. Joined, as always, by the number one producer in late night, is Dave Wolemowski. Dave,
0: how are you doing? I'm actually, I'm doing really good. I'm doing... Good. I'm enjoying life, the new year, new me, mm-hmm. new show. This is going to be great.
1: Re- yeah, reading that off your notes, are you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, note.
1: Uh, di- did you did you have a good New Year's? Did you guys do anything fun for New Year's?
0: Well, we-, we just do a family New Year's now. We just eat a bunch of junk food. We did play a, I think it was a four-hour game of Monopoly. Kept the kids Ooh. up at like 3 a.m. There was no fighting, Ooh. but... They were yeah. struggling at the end there. Did you did you did you do the thing you're supposed to see? A lot of people don't know how to
1: play Monopoly. It's not you don't just it's not just all chance. You don't just roll the dice and run around the board buying and selling stuff and and then say, oops, I landed on the wrong spot. It's way more it's actually it's I was gonna say it's more complex. It's actually not, it's actually way more simple than that. Really? See, a lot of people don't understand that the reason why it's called Monopoly is not because of like, you know, her der Monopolist. <laughs> it's because the the trick is is if you can be the first person to buy up property and start putting down houses, don't buy hotels. What you do is you buy up all the houses, and then and then when they the game board runs out of house pieces, this is in the rules, by the way. This isn't me oh. making it up. That's You actually will have a monopoly on the houses. Because you know how if you buy a hotel, you swap the houses out and you put a hotel on? Don't yeah. do that because that puts the houses back into the game board you buy it you put as many houses as you can on the board and then no one else oh. can upgrade to houses because the you can't there's no houses to upgrade to and that means they also can't have hotels which means you win
0: that's insane you you create a supply chain shortage you it's that's why the game's <laughs> called monopoly it I actually had no genuinely surprise yeah it, it
1: actually surprises me how many people don't know that that's kind of like the gimmick of how to win at monopoly is to be a monopoly
0: now everybody knows.
1: Now that you know, it seems so simple, though, doesn't it? Wow. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe lose a couple house pieces. You know, when you're putting it away, throw them yeah. under the couch.
1: Yeah, I forget how many it comes with, but you know, if if the game comes with like 16 houses, you know, maybe just lose four or five. Yeah, and then and then buy up the first because, like, you know, because <laughs> like you know how what it what is it like? You put three houses, and then when you have a fourth house, it's a hotel or whatever. I think like, four to five. It, yeah. Yeah. So put, you know, so like put three or four houses on all of your properties and then just just cash out. Just wait. Just get that's how you in jail. That's how you that's how you win monopoly. It's amazing. <laughs> Be a monopolist. That's how you. Win. Wow. Actually, actually, you're right. The, the the other strategy, once you've reached a point where you you have ascended, you know, your your karma has peaked and you've ascended <laughs> to the heavens. What you do after that is go to jail, yeah. go to jail and just stay there.
0: Yeah, when the board's full, that's the best place to be. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be spending any vacations on Baltic Avenue four houses. No,
1: that's yeah, that's where that's where you'll get shot and <laughs> just no, you don't want to do that. They should they should make a like Monopoly Baltimore edition <laughs> <laughs> instead of instead of like you know the the utilities and tax. Yeah. It's you know get stabbed and you have yeah. to pay two hundred dollars, pay
0: hospital bills.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I feel some opportunity there. So, anyway, moving on. The probably the worst little uh, hermit of a comedian there ever was, Patton Oswalt was in the news. Um, I want you to take a look at this graphic right here. So, a big hoopla was made on social media because Patton Oswalt got invited by his longtime friend Dave Chappelle to go do a a stand up for for New Year's, like a big New Year's bash thing. Wow. And I mean, you know, if Dave Chappelle called me up, it was like, hey, you want to come want to come hang out and perform? I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> but the problem is, and, and I, I want to share this with you because there was a whole bunch of text there on the screen. He posted twice on Instagram. The first one read as such, finished a set at, at McWall, wherever it was, and got a text from Dave Chappelle. Come over to the arena. He's performing in next door and do a guest set. Why not? I waved goodbye to this hell year. With the genius i started comedy with 34 years ago they've known each over 34 years dave wow yeah feels like we've been doing this show that long doesn't it
0: at least yeah yeah
1: it, yeah <laughs> he works in arena like he's talking to one person and charming their skin off anyway i ended the year with a real friend and a deep laugh can't ask for wow. much more that's, that's nice. so heartfelt yeah yeah that's that's nice that's nice here's the problem here's here's that second post he makes that post and what do you think happens because you know dave chappelle he got in trouble recently with the with the yeah. Dick Rippers. About uh, <laughs> oh, I I changed it. We're do, we're we're doing less. We're we're doing less. Yeah, le, yeah. I should have I should have let off the show with that. We we're we're being nicer. It's a new year. We're being positive. We're being network friendly because we're trying to grow the program. Yeah. So, Dick 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 Rippers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's all right, isn't it?
0: I mean, it's less less in your face, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it's less in your face because they dripped it off. It's not there. <laughs> anyway, so he gets in trouble because all, all those people come out and say, how could you perform with Dave Chappelle? He's so insensitive. You know, trans rights matter, whatever. So then he walks it back. He does what all these cucks do. He walks it back. He makes that second post. I, I, I've i started to refer to these as it's a reflection post. You ever seen that? Like a celebrity gets it. They think they're in trouble, so they do a reflection post. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he says the second time, I saw a friend I hadn't seen in a long time this New Year's Eve. We've known each other since we were teens. He's a fellow comedian. Funniest I've ever met. I wow. wanted to post a pic and an Instagram story about it, so I did. The friend is Dave Chappelle. 34 years we've been friends. He's refocused and refined ideas a lot of us took as settled about race and history and life on planet Earth and spun them around with a phrase or punchline. We've done bad and good gigs, open mics, and TV tapings. But we almost 100% disagree about transgender rights and representation. I support trans people's rights, anyone's rights, to live safely in the world as their fullest selves. Anyway. For all the things that that helped me evolve on, I'll always disagree with where he stands now on transgender issues. But I also don't believe a seeker like him is done evolving, learning. You know, blah 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 blah. So anyway, long story short, he finishes with you know,
0: you know. If I'm sorry, you, please don't cancel me.
1: Yeah. If you if you need if you need a new badge, just go buy one. That's okay. So anyway, um, you know what the worst thing about that crap is?
0: The What's worst that?
1: thing about it is is that. He just got done admitting that this is a someone he considers a friend that he's known yeah. for thirty four years, and then he immediately throws him under the bus,
0: yeah, that, that second one starts out like he's talking about an old coworker, some yeah. guy I used to know
1: yeah to who to who it may concern, <laughs> our former producer dave woowski who who no longer represents it's too late or it's holdings um. Yeah, allegedly
0: running a farm somewhere
1: yeah no that's that's the future for you guys i i'm I'm excited for y'all i am i used i used to be upset when people quit the show and opened farms but it's happened so much now i look forward to it (laughs) i look forward to it uh speaking of someone buying the farm boy what a good transition that was yeah everyone look I, I understand if someone that was important to you passes away. It doesn't matter if they were nine or ninety nine. It still it still hits close to home. And everyone's favorite not quite hundred year old woman, Betty White, passed away. Do we have a picture of Betty White? Yeah, there oh, she yeah. is, right there. Oh, Betty Betty White not only didn't quite make it to twenty two. She was two weeks short of her one hundredth birthday. Can you can you imagine? Like oh. look. Li- could, like, let me let me ask you that before we move on. Do you ever think about that? Like, do you do you and Mary ever sit around thinking, "Do I want to be a hundred?
0: Do I do I want to be?" Well, we yeah we talk about it. We figure, like I think it's like one hundred one, one hundred two. We're gonna flip the vet, just go out in a blaze of glory. Oh huh. well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, Dave Willemousey, who no longer represents, it's too late in its holdings. Um. But you know, that wasn't actually the celebrity death that really hit me the hardest. The one that hit me the hardest was John Madden. Do we have a picture of John Madden? Yeah, there's the old ball coach oh, right him. there.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's him. So John Madden, listen to this. I I grew up watching football and every single game was called by John Madden and Pat Summerall. And those those were the those were the best. And I watch football nowadays and, and I actually thought this before he passed away. I thought, man, I would give anything to have some of these games now called by John Madden and Pat oh. Summerall cuz some of the great. some of the people they have now like Chris Collinsworth who does like Sunday night football or whatever he gets a
0: lot of hate
1: well it's <laughs> it's because he's clearly inebriated that's why he gets a bunch of hate like i don't i'm not hating on the guy for being alcoholic he's an alcoholic because he has so much brain damage yeah yeah we don't we don't judge <laughs> We don't judge around here. He clearly has so much CTE from having played football that he just drowns it in bourbon twenty four hours a day. But the thing is is that they then they put him on TV. Why would you do that? Yeah. I would never yeah, let me let me switch that. I would never switch to someone <laughs> Yeah. Um But that wasn't you know, they always say those things come in threes. Have you ever heard that phrase? Oh like celebrities yeah. dying always comes in threes. There's one other one, and it and it is the football career of Ben Roethlisberger. Do we have a picture of Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, there he is, right there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could tell by the way that he is. Um, I can't tell white people apart. It's... Um, but Ben Roethlisberger, just the other night, <laughs> they're saying he played his last game at Heinz Field. He's he's going out. This is this will be his last season. I think they got one more game away, and that's that's going to be a wrap for Ben Roethlisberger's career. So, uh, you know, three cheers for Big Ben. He he had a good run, got some Super Bowls in there. That's yeah. nice. But but really, the real winners are all the women who have been waiting to go to the bathroom at Heinz Field. They can finally do it in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's a rapist. Yeah, yeah, he rapes women in the bathroom. That's <laughs> and amuses you, doesn't it, Dave? <laughs> or wait, was it allegedly? Allegedly, allegedly. That's ignorant. <laughs> yeah, um, guys, we. This is this is. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for another year, a new year of doing the show, a new year with our favorite producer, Dave Wilamowski. I'm 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 looking forward to it. We're gonna be back. With the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. The show, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Hey, uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it?
0: It's time for meme of the week.
1: <laughs> so you've got public schools, but then you've got the parents who send their kids to public schools. Ouch. Well, just Ouch. don't don't do that. <laughs> I mean, we we we've talked about it, but I feel like I needed some visual to to illustrate the point. Yeah. Don't do really that. drive it home. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they flew <laughs> them home. What they did, oh man! To their new Welcome. home. Welcome to your new home. It, you know, don't you wish you were rich enough? I wish I was. I wish I was wealthy enough that I could just buy an island. Yeah. And I could just. I pr- Probably should probably just stop that analogy right there because we're because we're flipping we're flipping we're turning over a new leaf. It's all. Yeah. We're all positivity and network safe mm-hmm. on this program. <laughs> so, uh, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Oh, it's a new year, new you. No more going out. I burned yeah. my burn off my fingerprints, and the bats yeah. are back. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. It's it's a lot like last year.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> man, New Year's resolutions are tough. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try it again though.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. My New Year's resolution, I actually didn't answer. Remember last week someone asked what our resolutions were, and then I just coyly asked you and then moved on to the next question. Yeah. I didn't actually answer have, the question. You have one. Yeah. My my New Year's resolution is to just be less. Less Allen? Just be be less Oh be, less. I can't I person. can't be so much.
0: Yeah. See that could mean a couple things. That could be either you mean less like human
1: <laughs> well veggie facts want, veggie fact wanted to become ple- completely feral i'd like to think that, yeah. that that's where he is i right love now. that one yeah <laughs> yeah people that don't you got to really follow this program to get to get everything um speaking following this program we have the greatest audience known demand and they send us questions each week so if you're new viewer of the show this is the viewer mail segment
0: Are still show
1: hey y'all you guys still doing that show you're still doing it i haven't seen it in a while you're still doing the show
0: it's on right now
1: do y'all still do it all right <laughs> people still ask me that i still i still to this day get people asking me every week hey i haven't seen the show in a while y'all it's been a few months you're still doing the show i'm like yeah every single wednesday night
0: literally primering it right now primary it primate shit yeah well you know what that means yeah, i it. i got it
1: <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right all right oh, oh we're back yeah
1: oh yeah we're back yeah <laughs> i like how you played it as a joke but then you now you need it yeah <laughs> yeah all right i think i think i left the scene shit All right. Don't work it. Uh, Marilyn Willimowski writes, "Uh uh-oh, dear Alan and Uh Dave. Oh. Do you find live streaming a little addicting now that you've started? What do you (laughs) mean now that you've started? We live streamed like years ago. Every week. We quit live streaming because we had technical difficulties with like Facebook and stuff zucking us. And so I started uploading things. I've I did live streams. I actually was like live stream stuff before I even started the show. So, oh, did you? Yeah. Like when we did these live by the way, the live streams we did this past weekend were, were awesome. And I think we're gonna start maybe maybe I don't know. Does Mondays does that feel good? Does Monday nights feel like
0: a good time to check it's, in? It's, it's not bad, but I can't I can't be staying up till one in the morning. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking another about. Another day of the week. I, I <laughs>
1: Maybe we start a little bit earlier. Maybe, we Maybe end we... a little earlier. It, no, <laughs> no, we end when people stop giving us money. Oh, if, as long as as long as people like Aaron keep sending us one dollar, we stay on for another thirty minutes, and that's how that you was wind just to up. punish me. Yeah, that's how it happens. Um, so anyway. That's, Mary even though even though I was offended by your question it served its purpose which is to tell people I think we're gonna start doing a weekly live community stream and we're looking at looking at Mondays we're looking at them they seem open yeah nobody likes Mondays we're trying to bring a little bit of cheer to yeah. the start of the work week
0: somebody's got a case of the Mondays
1: yeah or in or in Dave's case we ruined the start of his work week yeah yeah um carl huber writes dear alan and dave according to superstition in or tradition in spain how many grapes should you eat at midnight on new year's eve to bring good luck for the next year um i think it's isn't it 12 Isn't it like one for each month
0: are they fermented i don't know about eating grapes
1: well, it's it's funny that you should mention that because Mary says googling how many grapes are in a bottle of wine. So Mary's <laughs> gonna have a Mary's gonna have a terrible year because there's something like seven hundred b- grapes in a bottle of wine. That's way too many. You yeah. can't. <laughs> you're gonna have a very. That means you're gonna have a long and trying year. <laughs> right now, Mary's come. thinking, shit. All right. Um uh, Ryan Seifert writes. Hold on. Before I announce his name, I should probably read the question to make sure it's safe, but I, yeah. this one's okay. Uh dear Alan and Dave, if you could erase one person from history who is alive today, oh, who man. would it be? Um that that's actually pretty good because you know, if it was just anybody, it'd be like, you know, Hitler, Stalin, Mao, you know. But they have to be Live alive today. right now. Who's someone who's alive right now that you – if you could erase them from history, who would it be? Wow. I, I, I can't do it. Well, why, do while water. you're while you're thinking, <laughs> I'll give you mine. Uh, Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger, I mean – like, you want like, the most blood-soaked of blood soaked freaking monsters oh. is Henry Kissinger. So – That would, and he's still alive. I mean, that what what's you know the the second worst thing about Henry (laughs) Kissinger is all the hellacious things he's influenced in foreign policy. The number one most hellacious thing about Henry Kissinger is that he's still alive.
0: Yeah, that that sounds like a name from history. Like it sounds familiar. I don't know who he is, but it sounds like he shouldn't be alive anymore.
1: Good effort, Dave. But in the yeah. future, if you don't know what we're talking about, just keep it to oh, yourself.
0: Fake it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Terrible with that. Yeah. I like how you actually took the time to pull up your camera to admit to the audience yeah. you have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Um just just say Hillary Clinton and, and move on. Um, she is still alive, right? Allegedly.
0: Okay. All right. That's 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 problematic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're trying to be we're trying to be more personable and less mm-hmm. problematic. So, I think we got this. New year. Right. I'm going to ask a viewer mail question. So, dear dear Dave, oh, can you be more personable and less problematic?
0: I'll do my best.
1: Well, that's all anyone can ask. All right. Uh, Sherry voluntary writes. So, see Whoa. Sherry. Sherry, yeah. Now that now that she doesn't have to be the conductor for this train wreck anymore, now she can ask questions. Uh, Sherry Voluntary writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, do you think the butterfly effect is real? Huh? You want to take a stab at that one, or you want me to answer it?
0: I'll say uh, probably, but we don't have time travel, so we can't tell if it really changes anything."
1: So I don't, so here's the thing about it is that I don't think the butterfly effect is even a thing in of itself. I think it's really just kind of like a distillation of what chaos theory is. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, I don't think we have, like, we would need a whole other episode to get into that.
0: Yeah, Man, but should do that. Bunch of drugs and really.
1: <laughs> but we're trying to be more personable. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Less problematic. I did that thing again. We're going we're gonna to start a counter on the screen like you guys do with your drinks, and there'll be a counter for, for personable and a counter for problematic. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the... During the finale, when I'm asking you the final thought, we'll do the tally and we'll see if the, yeah. if the episode was a net personable or net problematic. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nick White asks, Dear Alan and Dave, would you rather hang out with a libertarian who wants you to get the jab... Or a Nazi who doesn't care about the jab? And then And then he asks a follow-up. He said, no, no, hold on. A libertarian who privately requests you get the vaccine or a Nazi who mandates that you don't get the vaccine? Well, that changes everything. Why can't we just hang out with regular people? <laughs> Why do we have to hang out with either of them?
0: Society's so polarized.
1: Yeah, you're either a libertarian or a Nazi. And here I am thinking, I, what happened to everyone's chromosomes? <clears throat> Just oh, shit. Just <laughs> no, no. We can't, we can't be dropping too many of those S bombs, Dave. That's yeah. problematic. This is all getting really problematic. And, then, and see, and then it would go ding. There'd be a <laughs> ding, ding, yeah. How, can you do it? Can you do it like one of those old timey, like like an odometer where it spins so the the numbers rotate? You know what I'm
0: talking about? We can figure something out. We
1: should should look into that. Write that on your note.
0: All right. Yeah, all right. I lost my crayon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, I'm so glad you have the
1: buttons, too. Lyle Durio writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what futuristic lubricant do I use to maintain my electric car?
0: Oh, man, that went a...
1: He had me in the first half. <laughs> that now see that's problematic. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know the thing about about the EVs is is that there's a lot of people because like you know like oh it's an electric vehicle doesn't use gas and they think that that also means oh it doesn't use oil. And yeah. it's true that a lot of EVs might not use motor oil in the sense of like it's not like an internal combustion; it's not using the same type of oil. But it's, it's still. Yeah. But it still uses oil for a variety of different parts that still have to be greased. And yeah. so and so there's so the point the point here being is is that if you get an if you get an EV and then you're like, huh, I don't have to use oil anymore." Except for all the oil I have to use.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cuz you still need motor oil cuz motors are electric, engines are combustion. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. For some reason, that really stuck with me. All right,
1: um, I'm I'm really impressed by us that we're on because it, it right at that moment, right then, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, we're probably over time. and I looked and actually we're not. Yeah, doing pretty good. Remember a week or two ago when we were in this segment, and then when we ended it, it was 52 minutes into the show. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing we're doing pretty good. Uh, oh. It's it's New Year, New Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A respectable um, program. <laughs> Andrew Avery writes, Dear Alan and Dave, if your job was printing calendars, would you get fired for taking a day off? Oh my god. You know what? My job actually used to be printing calendars because that's I we printed
0: calendars. Yeah. Back at the that's shop. That's pretty good. And yeah, you
1: well. Yeah.
0: I'm not it's, sure how to take this literally. <laughs>
1: Well, see, see, I'm, I'm, this is a learning experience. I've told you this (sighs) before, Dave, the way you handle Andrew's puns is you just turn it into a real life anecdote and you just ignore, you just deflect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Normally a business will give you some personal days and it shouldn't be like a career ending thing.
1: So we actually used to print calendars and we, we print calendars for like businesses that would hand them out and stuff, but we also would print people's personal calendars and we tell them, you know, come in with 13 pictures. And we'll yeah. do your calendar. But so many people would come in with 12 because they'd be like, well, well, Alan, there's 12 months. So I brought 12 pictures. There's a picture for each month and there's 12. So that's why I brought 12 of them. And like, yeah, but there's the cover, you know, the cover because, mm-hmm. you know, you're flipping the calendar, the cover. So yeah. you, you have a 13th. I guess what I'm trying to say is I hated my customers. <laughs> Much different than this program, though. I love our audience. do. Don't I always talk about how much I really love and appreciate everyone?
0: Almost every episode.
1: At least since the start of the new year, mm-hmm. which was today, <laughs> which was this
0: week. <laughs> All right. We're being more personable.
1: Yeah. Less problematic.
0: Right.
1: Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Dave, is it too late for a viewer mail question? Yes.
0: Okay. Next. Yeah. Don't be afraid to check it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't take this. This is like a reading rainbow thing. Like you don't have to take my word for it. Yeah. Like if I tell you to kill yourself, I'm like,
0: yeah,
1: don't take my word for it. Go get the information. All right. All right. Last one for this week. Thank God. No, oh, sorry. That was problematic. I need to be more personable. Yep. Last one for this week. Oh, shucks. Uh Adam Sekozan writes Dear Alan and Dave. He actually did write Dear Alan and Dave. So good uh, on Adam. I good like on that him. Guy. Yeah. He's alright. Uh do you ever feel like you're falling when you fall asleep and like you catch yourself and wake up again? Um, yeah, I actually know what that is. Do you know what that is? There's a word for it. No, I don't
0: know what it is, but I, I have felt that. Yes,
1: I like how you're telling me there's a word for it, but then you follow it up with, "Yeah, but I don't know what it is." It's now more of a. <laughs> you're lying. You're lying to me right now.
0: I was, I was trying to, I was trying to cut you off there and, and say that there's a word for it because you were going to say the word, but now it's all. I'm uncomfortable.
1: All right. So anyway, what that is is. <laughs> If you're, if you're, if you are shutting down, like if you're about, if you're in the process of falling asleep and then right as you're falling asleep, something happens to, to like trigger your brain, like, you know, maybe there's a creak in the floorboard or whatever, then, then that sudden waking back up is when you, when you become alert right in the moment that you were falling asleep and it makes you feel like you're falling. That's what that sensation is.
0: When the sleep paralysis demons come, I understand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or you're just falling, and, or that, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. But Adam's a young man; he wouldn't, he wouldn't have like a life alert situation. I don't think. <laughs> I would say, I would say, only people like Betty Whitewood, but she doesn't have that problem anymore either.
0: No, she doesn't have any problems.
1: You know, what they're saying. You know what they're saying? Her last word was,
0: "Whoa." I mean, I'm not saying that's the word. I. I no, I know that this,
1: uh... <laughs> no, her last. No, just- oh, no, her last. No, her last word wasn't whoa. Her, her last word was Alan. Because she used to be married to someone named Alan.
0: Yeah, so that's yeah. She probably you know. She- but I
1: could probably say- I could just claim it and say it was me. Yeah. She was yeah because she was watching she was watching this program, yeah. and she and heard she- you say something. And it's yeah, Alan. she's like Alan. And then she died. <laughs> of disappointment. What is
0: that supposed and, to mean? I'm just assuming that, you know. Oh, okay, shit. I can't so say Dave, myself.
1: that's problematic.
0: That was, yeah. Put that yeah. on the...
1: And here we were doing so good. We turned over a new leaf. We're being positive. Yeah. We're being optimistic about the new year. And then and then, right as I'm getting ready to go to the commercial break, Dave goes, yeah, this show's Sucks. Yeah. Betty White died because of it this. It killed Betty White. <laughs> it killed Betty White. This was supposed to be an upbeat show. Yeah. Well it was until Yeah. Alright. Um <laughs> <laughs> Guys, guys, we're gonna be back with the upbeat part of the show. But I'm actually for real. Oh, So anyway, <laughs> this is Dave's first day. You guys just, yeah. just you know, just give
0: him. I, a I hear, I hear. We'll be right back. In my arm spasms.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw. I was worried. Did you? Did you have some kind of a episode there?
0: Nothing abnormal.
1: All right. Um. So anyway, in all seriousness, what we're talking about this week, I, I. I've seen a lot of people making all these like cute little jokes and snide remarks about oh it's it's 2022 which can also be written as 20 2020 comma T-O-O. it's gonna be yeah. 2022 uh because oh. everyone everyone just kind of goes into the new year with this assumption of oh man it's been a it's been a clown show I wonder what horrors we're in for next and and I gotta tell you like that's just that's just kind of graded on me I, I I I really mean it. Um, <clears throat> before we get into that, before I forget, do you know what is happening five months from right now? Five months. What's? <laughs> is there something going on, Dave? Do you need to do no. you need to run out? It's okay. gone. All right. Are you busy? Is there something? Um, All right. I don't know. Okay. All right. Jesus Christ, y'all. Here I was like... We're trying to be professional and... I've, I've got my suit on and... Yeah. Just... I haven't said any real bad words.
0: Oh. It's been mostly me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It It really has, Dave. <laughs> All right. Guys, five months from right now is the fourth annual It's Too Late live show go ahead go ahead and oh okay no jesus (laughs) no the actual advertisement for the fourth dave take 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 some time off to think about your future i'll i'll do it i'll do it i will do it right here there it is there's the it's the fourth annual it's too late live show hosted by yours truly, Dave and Mary of Liberty Late Night, at the Private Bon Aqua Computer Club right here in Middle Tennessee. It's June 4th. So RSVP and get your tickets today. We're going to have a cookout. It's going to be an awesome time. Uh, We're also going to be holding tryouts for new producers. That's June 4th. It's the fourth annual It's Too Light Live show. Why do I even have a person if I'm having to hit all the buttons over here? I just... I switched the camera to you cuz I want you to own it. <laughs> really enjoying myself. <laughs> All right, you you I'm glad you are. I'm I don't, I don't care. All right. So anyway, back to what I was talking about a minute ago. I'm really do you, do you do you need to do you need to Yeah, he's finding his zen right now. That's good. I like that. All right. Uh, so you see all these people that just kind of go into the new year with this assumption that it's just gonna be a clown show like the last couple of years. and I, and I look, I get like people are trying to be cute and funny and I get why they, they might be hesitant for the for the new year. but I, I'm kind of over that and I, and I wanted you guys to take a look at this. I, I made a tweet about this, but it really does kind of kind of sum it up for you. I said, I'm done with the puns about the new year and its reminiscence of the troubled times of the past. It's time to move on, right the wrongs, make amends, cure what ails us physically, emotionally, economically, socially, and all the other alleys there may be. <laughs> Heal thyself. And, and, and I, that's something that I'm really taking to heart as we roll into the new year. Um. And, and something else I wanted to use sort of as a jumping off point for tonight. There was this really aw- awesome article written by uh, the Mises Institute president, Jeff Deist. You can check out right here. Uh, it, Jeff Deist writes, How We Will Win. And he starts with a quote by Garrett Garrett, who said, You do not defend a world that is already lost. When was it lost? That you cannot say precisely. It is a point for the revolutionary historian to ponder. We know only that it was surrendered peacefully without a struggle, almost unawares. There was no day, no hour, no celebration of the event. And yet, definitely, the ultimate power of initiative did pass from the hands of private enterprise to government. There it is, and there it will remain until, if ever, it shall be reconquered. Certainly, government will never surrender it without a struggle. And so, Jeff makes a few different points in the article here. He he talks about... He he talks about obviously kind of the, the, the pandemic COVID era that we that we've lived now in the last the last year and a half or two going on two years. Uh, t- talking about how obviously obviously it's it's been a huge shock to a lot of us. Obviously it's it's grossly affected a lot of our everyday lives. Uh, and we, and even if you're living somewhere that right now is getting back to normal, you still see a lot of the the signs and the symptoms of just a sick society, a sick economy. Um, but instead of looking at the, some of those things, we've, we talked about those things before. It's looking at let's look at the silver linings. Let's look at some of the bright sides. Let's look at reasons reasons Dave and I talking about reasons why we could be optimistic for the new year. Uh, and one of those that Jeff talks about is, is exactly the fact that when you, when you talk about some places going back to normal, when you talk about some States being better or worse than others, that's a good thing. Not just that they're some places are doing better, but that they can do better. And what I mean by that is, is, is we're kind of sort of sight sort of seeing this kind of, um, reinvigoration of federalism in the country. The, the the nation was founded on the concept that, you know, something that California decides to do for Californians doesn't have to be what Floridians do or what Tennesseans do or what Pennsylvanians do, that these different smaller ecosystems could decide for themselves, decide closer to home, what's best for them. And... But, of course, me being me, being, being the, the genuine anarchist that I am, that's still not small enough for me. I'm, I'm still not worried so much about what the different individual states would do, although I'm, I'm definitely happy that there are places that people can go. They can vote with their feet, and they can, they can demonstrate that they prefer one area over another. But go even smaller than that. Then you go down to your, to your, to your county, to your city, to your township, and think well, what are we doing in our, in my community to not only make our lives better, but if there's people, if there's outside forces that are trying to make our lives worse, we're going to ignore them. We're go- we're we're going to take away their venom by ignoring them and considering what they say and do to be null and void. If we don't agree with what they're trying to do, then I'm not telling anyone that they should. Strike up arms and go go after these oppressors. Just ignore them. Because they really don't have the means to ruin your life in the way that people think they do. If everyone in your community said, we're not going to obey the edicts from... The Biden administration about whether or not we have to get a jab, whether or not we have to carry a little card around with us that tells us that we're being good little citizens. If everyone in your community said, I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to expect that of you, so you just live your life and I'll live mine, then just like that, it's like that edict doesn't exist. But then I would go even smaller. You can decentralize even further than that and go to your own home. Go to your own home your own family, go all the way down to yourself and say, how can I make 2022 a better year for me? How you alone might not be able to change the course of human events for all of the world or all of America or even all of your state. But what you can do is make your own life better and try to insulate yourself from those outside forces that you don't agree with. And there's no better way to do that than to do just a handful of things. One is, first of all, decide where your line of the sand is. And don't cross it. This is what I'm willing to do, and this is what I can't live without. It's something we've talked about on the show before. Two is get that side hustle going. Pay off your debt live within your means take care of yourself take care of your loved ones but taking care of your loved ones means starting with taking care of yourself and and this really hits home to me as well because i've tried to do a better job lately of looking myself in the mirror and saying i'm not cuz god knows i don't sleep but i'm going to i'm not going to i'm going to quit losing sleep over all the things that i can't control And I'm going to, if I'm going to spend any time worrying, it's going to be worrying about things that I can control and then deciding what I'm going to do about it. I can't do anything about Henry Kissinger. (laughs) Hopefully, time (laughs) takes care of that for us in the near future. But what I can do is I can eat better, try to get more sleep, be more productive, set, set reasonable goals. Call those friends or family members you don't always get a chance to talk to. Come up with reasons to get together. Don't wait for a holiday or a funeral. Come out come out to Middle Tennessee on June 4th. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun to see all those people that we interact with online but we don't get to see in person. People who have been very gracious and supportive of the show that will be there in person. And I, I will certainly give send them all a tweet. i'm just kidding i'm 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 gonna be there we're gonna hang out wouldn't it be amazing if i didn't show up (laughs) wouldn't it be awesome if it was the fourth annual it's too late live show but you know like send a pre-recorded
0: video oh (laughs) this is live
1: i could I think I could do that. i have I've I've been to I've been to a couple of events where Ron Paul wasn't there, but Ron Paul sent in a pre-recorded video. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna wait till June fourth and when everybody like gets gathers around for the live show, they're gonna roll out a monitor and it's gonna play a video of me wishing everyone the best. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Write that down on your note. We gotta right, do a, yeah. we gotta do a pre-recorded video of guys, thanks for coming. Drive safe. <laughs> that's, that's, it means it. Lot. That's, all, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> um, but, then, but then, last but not least, it's really making it a point to build the community that you want to be a part of. And that doesn't necessarily mean brick and mortar. That doesn't necessarily mean go out in one's in, in your in the town that you may currently live in and say okay I've got to transform I got to gentrify this community into the community I want it to be. It's not necessarily that. If you can do that more power to you. It's not necessarily that. But when I say community I'm talking about people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's cuz the community is not the houses and the shops. It's the people. And and you can you can do this, ladies and gentlemen, you can do this. You can build the community that you want by Making it a point to to bring people into your orbit that you genuinely want to share time with. Find find people that you know are smarter than you and learn from them. Find 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 kind and, and generous and thankful people and and be a part of their lives and invite them to be a part of your life. Um, and it's also by the way, it's also just as important to disassociate. By the way, <laughs> disassociate from people. That are that are. I mean, I know that this sounds um, may may sound shallow, but they they are they are low value people. They bring nothing to the table. And you know the kind of people I'm talking about. The kind of people that we we've all got them. We've all had those friends that you know. I've I've known Joe Bob for 20 years, but Joe Bob just always makes me just ugh. It's just always drama. It's always if it's not one thing, it's another. Those those people are taking up valuable minutes out of your life that you could have spent with people that make you feel good. I make you feel good, don't I, Dave?
0: Well, you make me feel real good. Yeah.
1: I don't know why I sandbag my <laughs> own segment. <laughs> have you noticed that I do that sometimes? But I'm, I'm here I'm for kinda, it. I'm kind of on a roll, and then I decide this is why they call me the agent of chaos i'm saying this show's going too well i'll destroy it yeah. myself <laughs> but i mean it i you know mm-hmm. i i get it's, it's one of those things where as i've gotten older i've come around more and more to the concept of really being appreciative of the people and the times that we get to spend together and the and the best way you know you don't have to go around giving out gifts and lavish praise although hey you know, if you've got some gifts or lavish praise for us, we won't tell you no. But that's not what it's about. You can show your appreciation by just being with them and just spending time with them and and, and demonstrating to them that you value that time together. And another way you demonstrate that is to cut is it, to have that time is to cut that time out from places where it's not worth it. I'm not gonna spend a moment this year that I don't have to worrying about a virus or a politician, or a war, or a social movement that I don't have to. If it's not at my doorstep, I'm going to ignore those things, and I'm going to spend every waking moment of my life this year just growing and improving upon the relationships that we have. Do you... Is there... I know. I know. I just, you know, I said that me and Dave were going to talk about our optimism for this year, and then I just no. talked by myself for half an hour. But I felt like Dave needed a moment to collect himself. Um, so, <laughs> Dave, Dave, are you, are you, are you optimistic for this year? And if so,
0: why? I didn't know I was supposed to answer. No, um, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm relatively optimistic. Wherein, like, it could be like, how could it, how could it get much worse? <laughs> but it, yeah, boy, that uh...
1: <laughs> really, really nailing the spirit of the segment there, Dave. I'm I'm used to sitting this segment out. I just let you talk. Yeah, I feel <laughs> pull pull my tweet back up and read it. I feel like you weren't here earlier when
0: I, when I shared it. That tweet was for you. Jesus oh. Christ um no actually actually i i I like i like what you said don't worry about the things that that aren't at your doorstep and and take care of yourself and and your community and stuff like that because a lot of it if if you take care of of what's happening around you immediately your family your community and stuff like that that will influence the things that you're afraid of that may end up on your doorstep where you won't have to worry about that actually happening
1: yeah yeah I mean, right on. I just, you know, we have, I've, I've, I've kind of teased the last couple of weeks as we were going through the holiday season that we have a lot of big guests coming up. We have a lot of awesome interviews, um, a lot of awesome content coming up over the next couple months. So, I mean, I mean for the whole year, but I'm just, you know, we don't plan too, too far out in advance, but for, for the coming weeks we got some really awesome stuff coming up. Um, And, and I want, and I want this kind of, I want, I want this kind of, Theme to carry on, you know, and and yeah. I've actually discussed this with some folks. I've actually talked to some people, to, to some some that would be brand new guests, have never been on the show before, and some that'll be repeat guests. And I and I've said to every single one of them that you know, I I don't know what you what you normally do when you go on a program. If you go if you go on, you know, Fox or CNN, and you're talking about all the doom and gloom, we're not doing that tonight. I want you to come on, and I want you to talk about want you once you talk about something hopeful, something you're looking forward to, it doesn't have to be like a New Year's resolution-y kind of thing. But but the guests that we have coming up, we may discuss some serious topics every now and then. But we're not going to let a segment go by without ending it with. So so where's the win? Where's the W? How are we? If it's if we're in something, how are we going to get out? If if we have something going, where is it going to take us? That's that's a theme that I hope carries on for us. For the rest of the year. Well, I mean, for the rest of, I guess, I guess we shouldn't just have one good year and then go back to being depressed, but, you know, <laughs> but, for, so, for, so, but for the rest of this year, I, I want that to be a theme that carries on. And so not to, not to disappoint anybody, but there's definitely a few things I think we're probably not going to do a lot of this year. We're probably not going to do a lot of hurt derp. The cops killed somebody probably not going to do a lot of that this year and it's not because the cops quit killing innocent people by the way they're they're still trash human f- debris but it's just God you could just only talk about that stuff so many times. and I feel like every week that we spend talking about the the latest travesty was a week that maybe we missed something great and we didn't talk about it and that's a shame. So 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 maybe me and Dave will spend more time each week instead of saying oh everyone's talking about that that one terrible thing in the news you see that let's talk about that. Maybe we'll spend a little bit more time looking for the great thing that happened that didn't make headlines cuz everyone was looking for you know if it bleeds it leads. Mhm. Or we'll just or we'll just do memes and demand money yeah. and then cut the stream when no one pays us. We might just
0: yeah. just do maybe that some tearless.
1: We'll probably <laughs> I mean, we we'll probably do yeah, we'll probably do some cheerless. We'll probably play Minecraft.
0: That's that's happening.
1: We are so really quick before we head off into the finale. We <laughs> are gonna we are gonna do a live stream. I think maybe once a week. Dave and I have talked about maybe we we might every maybe maybe it's like a once a month kind of thing that we'll do like a. Dave and Alan play X. Yeah, then,
0: that'll be a special event.
1: Yeah. We might we might have to have like a swear filter on that particular episode <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> yeah, for the kids. Um, and and we'll still do some tier lists, but I think we're gonna have to like we'll have to think of some tier lists in advance. Like uh, some someone had suggested our favorite favorite comedians. We'd do a comedian tier list. Oh wow, that's not a bad one.
0: That's gonna cause a lot of rage.
1: Yeah. If we're, if we're going to make fun of politicians, we could do a tier list. Do a politician tier list. Yeah. Of S, which are the worst politicians. Yeah. All the way down to D, which are the politicians we'd like to give the D to. Oh. Not not a whole lot in that list, though. But they know who they Massey. are. Oh. <laughs> For a certainty. So anyway... I think this was a pretty good run for our new our new and improved it's too late yeah. setup except for all that stuff in the middle where yeah Dave to had to take a call so
0: <laughs> needs more commercials
1: You know what you're right So on that note guys we're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break Don't go away <laughs> If you're enjoying tonight's show consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our patreon that's over at patreon.com slash alan mosley like our facebook page it's facebook.com slash alan mosley tv you can follow me on twitter twitter.com at alan mosley tv subscribe to our youtube page it's youtube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. Guys, go support a free speech platform. We're now on Odyssey. It's odyssey.com. It's It's Too Late with Alan Mosley or at Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, if you, if you like to listen, do you hear that? Get us our favorite podcast platform. Choice, us the anchor of films. Anchor FM films on Alan Mosley TV. Date! Do, yes, I- do you have a final thought?
0: Man, we, we covered so much did we though? I, just, I go to the end where, where it's like I think the, the book Gulag Archipelago, I think it's called where the, the guy's in a gulag and he's thinking about what he did to land him there not only what, what led him there but to create the society where he is there and where that exists mm-hmm. and how just changing what you do and what you've done could change everything because that that book actually was very powerful in shutting down all those gulags too so yeah. Concentrate on yourself. Yeah, I've I've read Gulag uh oh, Archie by
1: Alexander Solzhenitsyn. yes, I've read that. Yes. I like how you're quoting things and you say, Oh, you've read
0: that. Like, yeah, I didn't read it. No, I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm supposed to keep that to myself. Yeah. Producers that... <laughs> note,
1: don't tell people you didn't actually research anything.
0: <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. I think it well, was a great show. yeah. see, right now, right now would be the time where we'd say, "All right, what's the final tally?" And you would say, "Alan, tonight we had seven personable and twenty-four problematic. Tonight's yeah. episode was problematic. That's what I put yeah. my money on. <laughs> yeah, probably not a probably not a bad bet, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week.